0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick-cut,
2: tastes-like-a-touchdown-in-your-mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon, Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick-cut, hand-trimmed, and real
1: would smoke real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. 56%
4: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
5: You
6: are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Made it to a Thursday. Feels like a Friday. A meat Friday on a Thursday. I said to Tyler, fire up the Traeger Grills. Need to raise morale around here. Chimichurri smoked ribeyes today. Smashed cheesy baby uh, potatoes today. That's smashed cheesy baby potatoes today. Yeah, Paul.
1: I don't necessarily know what that chimichurri sauce is. They have at restaurants, and we have sometimes that you put on steak. But I love it. I yeah. never ask any questions.
3: Yeah, I don't know what you how you make it. I just know that Tyler Tyler whips it up, and the triggers are fired up today. So are we. Come on in. Stay a while. Al Leiter from the Major League Baseball Network, who once threw a no hitter, will join us coming up. John Smoltz, who was on the call last night, as the Astros blanked the Phillies, a combined no hitter, as the series tied to 2 2. 877 3DP Show, email address dp at com Twitter handle a dp show. This program brought to you by the great folks at M Drive Boost and Burn. You can uh, boost energy, supporting healthy testosterone with clinically tested ingredients. And just for my listeners, get your first two weeks of M-Drive Boost and Burn for only $5. Sign up at mdrivedan.com. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that on the way. We say good morning. Good morning if you're on chat row. Also, if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, download the app, Watch for free. And our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, nearly 400 cities around America. So the World Series is the big news. And it's been entertaining, and we're here tied at two games apiece. The Phillies getting no hit last night, and is it just one game? Is that where, if you're the Phillies, you go, hey, doesn't matter what score was, how many hits we had, we lost. Or if you're the Astros and you go, we shut them down. Nobody has shut the Phillies down. We did. And now you got Justin Verlander going tonight. But you got this incredible lineup with the Phillies and a combined no hitter. Here's Kyle Schwarber of the Phillies after the loss. Just to be part of this
7: end of baseball history, just how does it feel when you realize this is just the
3: second World Series no-no?
2: Yeah, I really don't give a (laughs) No, move on tomorrow. It's cool. We'll be in the history books, I guess.
3: Christian Javier and three relievers deliver the first combined no-hitter in postseason history as the Astros one game, four. And Javier's the first pitcher in baseball history to start multiple combined no-hitters in a career. He uh, recorded the first 21-ounce of the Astros' combined no-hitter back on June of this year. Stat sure. Of the day, stat of the day, Heck yeah. day. stat of the day, stat of the day.
0: Here comes that what?
3: one stat of the day. He doesn't go past the sixth inning. You know, he he reminds me, if you're old enough to remember, Sid Fernandez of the Mets. That guy was unhittable for the first five or six innings. Unhittable, it felt like. He probably took more no-hitters into the sixth inning. Now, he wouldn't finish a game, but he just had that ability to make you miss. But Javier throwing fastballs against a fastball team, do you keep him in? He had 97 pitches. I have no problem taking him out of the game. It's just a different, it's a different game, different strategy. And I know, you know, here's Dusty Baker. Well, I'll uh, let you hear from Dusty Baker on why he pulled out uh, his pitcher.
5: No, it's baseball in 2022. I mean, if I was the first guy to do that this year, as I recall, I think Dave Roberts had to do that with, in L.A., you know, with Kershaw. Especially a young player, you think about his health. And his career is as much as you think about that game. Like I said, you know, we had a real fresh bullpen, extremely fresh bullpen. And uh, one of the best bullpens around. So, you know, I had full faith that, um, you know, that they could do the job.
3: As a fan, I wanted to see him continue. Those days are done. You go into the seventh inning, maybe the eighth inning. You know, Some of these pitching records in the World Series, they're not going to be touched ever again, it feels like, in our lifetime. It's just the difference of analytics, the strategy. There's no gut feeling. And then I wondered, if you left him in, now you got to win the game. And Dusty has never won the World Series as a manager. you got to – how do I manage this game? How do I still factor in the historical part of this – or does that factor in at all? Which it probably doesn't. You Just like, hey, got to take you out. That's it. You're not used to going this far or further. I'm taking you out. I don't know if he's going to pitch again in the World Series. He's their fourth starter. Unless it's maybe in a, a relief appearance in Game 7. But if he stayed in and then you lost the game, then what would we be saying about Dusty Baker? I think you have to look at it, and you can't look at what the end result was. In the moment, I understood it. No? He doesn't go that he, you know, there, certain pitchers have this line of demarcation. And for some reason, they go past it, and then trouble happens. I know your limitations. He's 25. He got in there. He was dominant and he was unbelievable. And you take him out. Do I want the history? Sure. No, when Roy Halladay was throwing a no-hitter for the Phillies, it was awesome to watch. You wanted to see somebody get the ball and not give it to anybody else. Those days are long gone.
1: Yeah, Paul. What about the danger of it going the other way? I think Javier in the bottom of the sixth, those three up, three down, uh, three ground outs. He was perfect. He was not in any trouble, you know, and then you bring in the – the, the closers, the relievers. What if it went the other way? And the closers, the relievers start giving it up. And you're like, this guy was throwing a no hitter, and you pull him. Yeah. It, there's no perfect answer.
3: I think that I think what Dusty did was the smart approach to this because you're down two one, and this team, you know, the Phillies can get something started quickly. Go to your strengths. I know, and I'm not a big analytics fan, but if you're going to look at this and go, let me be smart here. He did the right thing. We'll talk to Al Leiter. He'll join us coming up here in a couple of minutes. Your phone call is always welcome. Seaton, you got a poll question today.
2: You know who has a couple, Dan? Maybe even thrice. pull Poll questions thrice. Todd Fritz.
8: What the heck is going what on? What is going on? <laughs> on? Must be the M Drive. Yeah, you got your Astros
3: up. jersey on.
8: Combined
2: no-hitter.
3: Ooh, yeah, okay. Feeling good? Yeah, all right.
8: Should we roll these out? Yeah, let's go, Todd. Okay. The Astros' pitching performance last night was amazing and historic, over-celebrated, relaxed. It was a combined (laughs) no-hitter. That would be the first one to think about.
3: Who thinks that it was a a big deal last night? Paulie does, Marv does. Okay. Kind of a big deal. And I'm an Astro fan. No, no, it's either a big deal or it's not. You can't do this fence stuff you always do. Since it's
8: only the second time in World Series history that there was a no-hitter, even if it was with other pitchers, that's a big deal.
3: Okay, well, then that's what the answer
2: was. But it's
8: not like a huge deal because it oh, wasn't just by up. one person.
2: Shut it's up. not like a huge deal. It's not like I remember where I was when that happened. <laughs> it's not It's not that big of a deal.
8: I'd hold on to the ticket stub if I was there, but I wouldn't be like, guess what this is. I expect to get a million bucks for it. Come on, right. easy. What, polling? I have a different poll question. It's
1: a very semantic poll question. Ooh. Was that a no-hitter last night, yes or no? Was that a no-hitter last night? Yes. Back Don't people throw no-hitters? Yeah. Doesn't a, a, a person throw no-hitter? Combined no-hitter is like... Well, a,
3: what's the definition say? Does it say that a person has to throw a no-hitter, not collectively we throw no-hitter? It's almost like no
1: hitter. a triple-double. A triple-double is specific. A no-hitter is done by a single person. How many hits did the
2: Phillies get yesterday? None. No hitter. <laughs> who had who had the no hitter? The Astros.
1: Can a team have a no hitter?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes, they
3: yes they can. But it's 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 very qualified no hitter. Yes, it is. It's not a no hitter. Welcome to 2022. <laughs> yes, Marv.
5: Now, I love the combined no hitter cuz that means everybody was throwing gas.
3: Everybody gets to share in it. Not just one pitcher. Team sport. Yeah, how greedy. How selfish There's of no you. No I in baseball. Yeah, that you want to take the ball and not give it to anybody else. Yes, Todd
8: two things. First of all, the catcher <laughs> should get more credit than all the combined pitchers. Secondly, I see where Paulie's going with that. The Phillies were no-hit last night. I don't know if a no-hitter was
3: thrown. Okay, that's so semantics. I think that's what we're talking uh, about. Look at Paulie and, and uh, Fritz. Yeah, Come on. Okay, is there an eclipse happening yeah. or something? The that Phillies is... were
8: no-hit. I just don't know if it was a no-hitter.
3: Well, then we should give credit to the Astros catcher. And more the Ast- than the pitcher. The Astros catcher is who, Todd?
8: That would be Alan Ashby.
3: See? Didn't know, did you? Your team had a combined no-hitter, and you don't know the Astros the catcher. Maldonado? Maldonado. You just said to give him credit. I know. But and you don't that even guy know is. his
8: name. It was either Maldonado or Alan Ashby. It's got to be one of those guys. <laughs> Try to give him credit, but you don't even know who your catcher is. Jim Pankovitz. It's one of those guys. Yes, Paul. It, it's like, <laughs> who is
1: the first man on the moon? Who is the first man on the moon? Neil Armstrong? Neil Armstrong. But what, there's other people in the uh, capsule. They cool. didn't walk on the moon. It's almost like you, a group can't go to the
2: moon. It has to be a
1: person. It takes a village, Paulie. Right. But what, what about the, what is gone called? Uh, Buzz Aldrin. What about
2: the guy who did all the uh, mathematics to get it up there? He never left his cubicle in Houston, but still did all the work.
1: It's like a a group can't be the first people to summit Mount Everest. It had to be a person.
3: Well, they did give that to Sir Edmund Hillary. BS. And then the uh, tensing, whatever, the Sherpa. Yeah, Norgay. He didn't get any credit. He did all the work. He was carrying everything up there.
1: They were 10 feet away, and Hillary goes, hey, look at the view, and yeah. it's ran up there.
2: <laughs> Put his hand up Psych. first. Psych, yeah. you there. Put my stuff down <laughs> over that way. I'm going to the top. <laughs>
1: Make me some tea. I'll be up here making history. Yeah.
2: You there, place my belongings Uh, over there. Is that your English? Yes. That's how Sir Edmund Hillary sounded (laughs) when he summited. Todd what? It
8: appears Christian Vasquez or Vasquez is the one that was behind
3: home plate for the historic night where the Phillies were no hit. Wait. I don't know why I thought it was Was he the catcher or you said it appears that he was? Well, I didn't cheat
8: or anything, but according to this SI story, it says Astros catcher Christian Vasquez earns an outsized piece of no hit history. So that must be the guy. That would be a weird title. You cheated. You I did. Looked I it looked up. it up. I forgot the guy's name. I did. I was going to say Alex Trevino, Ta- but I knew it wasn't him. See,
3: you're trying to deflect here because you're a loser. Christian Vasquez. <laughs> <Yeah>. You <laughs> had to cheat. I know. And here we are talking about the Astros. Bob
8: Nepper and Mike Lacoste, they were yeah. part of the uh, whole pitching list.
3: You cheated. I did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Paul. Real quick, after the game, when they decided who to interview, Fox, who? they interviewed the catcher, Christian Vasquez. They did not interview any of the pitchers.
3: And I have no problem with that. He did the catcher when Randy Johnson threw a no hitter and he said, "I'll oh, come on, but you got to have my catcher on Bobby hammock. And we had both of them on. He wanted to give them credit. All right. So the Astros blank the Phillies and uh, you got game tonight, game five Astros Phillies. Also the Eagles will be at the Texans are the commanders for sale. Kyrie, I guess, uh, paid, uh, paid apology is what that was. All right, we'll take a break here. Just getting started on this Thursday. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, Panini America. Always love telling you about Panini America because there's always something going on. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at paniniamerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards. Also... They're available in packs or at Panini's public auctions. Those are located on the site. You'll find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old-time greats, featuring official products from the NFL, NBA, UFC, and now, first time ever, FIFA World Cup NFTs available, paniniamerica.net slash blockchain. The NFTs feature the top players, all the big leagues around the world, and uh, all some of the old-time great footballers there. Panini NFT trading cards give collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, and rare inserts from every base pack. That's PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would No, least. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making, the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling, only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. At bed
0: 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 GAMBLER. As you may have realized,
4: I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League
3: This family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now for you to do is drive them off the lot. The Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. We'll settle on our poll question coming up. Also, a little later on, John Smoltz, who was on the call for Fox Sports, will join us as well. Al Leiter joins us now. He won three World Series titles, once through a no-hitter back in 1996. When he was with the Marlins, you can watch Al on MLB Central plus MLB Network's live coverage from the World Series. Gets underway today at 3 Eastern ahead of tonight's Game 5 on Fox. Al joins us on the program. Al, was that a no-hitter last night?
7: (laughs) Uh, Yes, it was, Yeah, No hits were not allowed by uh, the Astro pitchers. (laughs) I, I hear you. I, you know what? Part of, like we just have to get past that. As a baseball fan, here's a guy who, in Game Five of the 2000 World Series, I threw 143 pitches. We ended up losing to the Yankees, but I was appreciative, so appreciative to this day that Bobby Valentine kept me in the game. Uh, unlike last night, where there's a chance for uh, Javier to come back and maybe in a Game Seven. So it all plays in. Yeah, we, we lose potential great moments. For probably the right move of not having a guy stay in, but likely he would have had to throw 130, 140 pitches if if they kept him in to throw no hitter.
3: Yeah, I had no problem with what Dusty did. Dusty's got to win a World Series. Now he doesn't have a manager, a managerial World Series. He doesn't give a damn about history. He he doesn't want to be history from the standpoint of the Phillies, an improbable World Series victory and. I'm not a big analytics guy, but I think he, you know, he made the right decision. Obviously, in the moment, I thought, yes, you take him out. This kid's 25. He doesn't pitch usually past you know six or seven innings, and no issue with it. And if you feel like your bullpen's ready to go, you know, he made the right move. No, no doubt.
7: And and, and the, the bullpen being lined up. I, look, I, I mean, unless people really bear down on the Astros all year, and we know what kind of roster I think before. Uh, you know, postseason, you probably would have figured, you know, the Dodger, Astros, I know the Yankees, you know, kind of at the end maybe went a little sideways. But, uh, I, you know, I had no idea as good as uh, Abreu has been. This guy's a leap. Montero has found a home. Presley's been good. So, like, Dusty's got a lot of options. So, when you have the ultimate three or four or five different options. He's got a couple starters that would likely start on other teams. If they were on another a club with, uh, with Garcia or Katie, it, it, there's a lot there for dusty. So yeah, this is a hundred percent was the right move.
3: Um, how's this play out Al?
7: Phillies have to win tonight. I, I do not see the Phillies going down to Houston winning two in a row. I just don't. I, I just, the, first of all, the Astros are that good. and, you know, the, I was down just as a fan to watch Game 3. You know, Citizens Bank was amazing. Obviously, you know, you went from five home runs and and, and blowing out the Astros to get no hit the next night. But uh, there is an advantage. But the only advantage is, is that you have to get your crowd behind you. And in order to do so, you got to score early. you got to figure out a way to make it compelling so that, that you add a little more pressure to... Uh, the opposing pitching staff. And uh, we'll see. You know, Verlander's, it's, you know, he's going to Hall of Fame. He's going to win another Cy Young. So I think he should have ice in his veins. And if there's a way that you can create an early run, that's what you try to do. But the uh, Philadelphia, I mean, really exciting. Even just as a guy who once upon a time played, I, I, it was easy to kind of get caught up in the excitement of the home crowd.
3: We've made a lot out of Lance McCullers maybe tipping his pitches. How often does it happen?
7: I think it happens a lot. I think it depends on uh, certain hitters. I'll give you a, a quick snapshot, Dan. Uh, when I was with the Blue Jays, Tito um, Gaston, our manager, who was a longtime hitting coach, he was excellent at, at picking up something. And then, therefore, once they found it, there were certain guys. Paul Molitor didn't want it. Like There was multiple times where I would hear like Joe Carter, or Robbie Alomar, or a couple of the other guys that, that wanted the tip. And I would ask, I would ask Molly and he's like, no, I don't want it. Cause if I know it's coming, I'm jumping out of my shoes and I end up swinging at pitches that I normally wouldn't because I know it's coming. So there's a, there's a, so many, there's a variety of different things that pitchers can do to alter just the smallest minutiae of a delivery. And once you identify that, it's incredible how obvious it is. So I, I don't know I, I don't know if 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 McCullers didn't want to admit to it or you know but it looked to me that there was something going on so uh, yeah yeah
3: I if I'm the Phillies I would have said yeah he was tipping like I want to get into his head I want him to go wait what what was I doing and and and, and then you know when he comes back if there's you know Game Seven then all of a sudden he's up there thinking that's that's what I want to do we're talking to Al Leiter MLB Network analyst uh, your buddy Bruce Springsteen was at the game did you see him. I saw that. No, but I, he was there last night. I was at game three. So, oh, my God. I, I,
7: watched, uh, I watched and listened to the, uh, the Howard Stern interview. I guess it was the first time that Bruce
3: was ever on. Yeah. Did you, did you watch it or hear it? I heard a lot of it.
7: Oh, my God. It well, was fantastic. <laughs> you know, just, well, Howard can pull it out of people, right? He yeah. can kind of disarm you, as you do. And I never heard Bruce, like, go into detail of some real personal stories. Yeah, I wish I was there last night to be able to go over and say hi to the boss.
3: Uh, and we have some exclusive audio of uh, Bruce Springsteen when he was on our show.
7: All right, come on now. Let's go, Phils. <laughs> <laughs> After <caught> Captain
3: <laughs> The Jersey Shore State Parkway. <laughs> you know what bothers uh, me? Uh, okay, Springsteen baseball fan, Al, he said – that he could throw the speedball by you. Why not say fastball? Makes
7: like a fool. Yeah, no, he couldn't. Okay. I, I joked with my kids, because Bruce was very good in me over the years, um, you know, going to concerts and stuff. He was just great. And uh, my kids, when they were little, I told them that he wrote that song for me. And my kids were the longest. Time, I'm like, really? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they knew I was like, you know, I would go to the concert. You know how, like, the, the crossover, you know, everybody. Being nice to people. Um, and
3: then I eventually, i like, no, he didn't sing that for me. I mean, Jesus. All right. I know you got to go. I know you got to be on TV. Yeah. Thanks for joining us.
7: By the way, Smoltz is on there. I think Smoltz has been doing great, and I'm about to sucking up. I, I, I really enjoyed uh, listening to him breaking it down. I actually was texting my son. I was like, listen to this, man. He's got some good stuff.
3: Thanks, Al. All right. See you. Al Leiter. You can watch Al on MLB Central plus MLB Network's live coverage from Citizens Bank Ballpark. Gets underway at 3 Eastern, head of tonight's Game 5. Yeah, Paul. Al Leiter loves Bruce Springsteen. Yes, he does. Do you
1: remember the time maybe four or five years ago we had Al Leiter in studio and you asked, do you have Bruce Springsteen's cell phone? He said, oh, I do, and it's one of the greatest accomplishments of my life to get it. You said, would you text me? Because I will not. I will not text him. I will not bother him. He was like very, very serious about it. He was not goofing around.
3: No, but then he did. He did, but like you had, he was And like I very said, nervous. Have you heard back from him? And he goes,
2: No. That is just the worst <laughs> non reply of all time. Cause you already did something embarrassing and then it just hangs out there. Oh, and then Al was like, gosh. Oh, I never should have done
3: that. It was a huge mistake. I said, Oh, it was great just to see you squirm. And, you know, a couple of times during the interview, do you hear from Bruce yet? That's did you hear from Bruce yet? Huge
2: mistake. Yeah. Did you hear from Bruce I yet? wonder if he's heard from Bruce since then. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> That's been a few years ago. By the way, uh, Howard
3: Stern sat down with Bruce Springsteen, did a wonderful job letting Bruce just sort of tell stories. That's what Bruce does so well. And, you know, the different songs. He told a story about the song that he sang for Clarence Clemens. If you're a fan of Bruce Springsteen, you know, his longtime buddy Clarence Clemens, saxophone player, was dying. And Bruce was there in front of... Clarence Clemens family and he had his guitar and he sang a song to Clarence Clemens. It's a remarkable moment. If in the in the history of interviews that Howard's done and Bruce Springsteen's been a part of, it's one of those moments where man did it hit me. It hit me hard when I heard Bruce and then he started singing the song about Clarence Clemens. Basically, leaving us and going to uh, another place, and I'll see you sometime soon. All right. 877 3DP Show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Jeremy in Alabama joins us. Hi, Jeremy. What's on your mind today?
7: Well, I want to say that I agree with uh, Seton when he said, when asked, he goes, Did the Phillies get any hits yesterday? I agree. It was a no hitter. Uh, And well, as soon, it was, uh, as soon as the game was over last night, I came up with a great joke. And then, like, I'm a songwriter, so sometimes you have to bring in a co-write. So I'm trying to bring you – I want to bring you guys in as a co-write for this joke. What do the Phillies and insert musical act here have in common? No hits.
3: Uh, Todd, Trish, okay. You're
7: awesome. Hopefully you can pull this out. Todd, Todd. Todd, Todd. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Chairman. That's
3: very nice. Yeah.
2: Oh, that might have been the dude. There was a dude on social media the other day when we were giving Todd a hard time about something, like on the headline, maybe Halloween names. That's what I think oh, it was. Yeah. And this dude pulled over and was on the side of the road and was in his car and was like, Fritzy, I believe in you. Okay. I want you to do these names. And he started chanting Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? It was hilarious. Todd. <laughs> Todd. 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 For no hits, though. Then that would be like a band that. Who is a band that we've heard of but has no hits?
1: Most famous band without a top 10 hit. Would that
2: be? Okay. Oh. What? Probably like Fish?
3: Oh, that's
1: Whoa. a good call, Marvin. That's a Marvin. great wow. call,
2: Marvin. Good call.
1: Wow, Fish have been around
3: forever. You ever been around a Fish fan? And then because they're <laughs> Buzz? very... Well, yeah, that's true. I told you the time I was at dinner with a couple of guys and they were going to do a Fish concert at the Garden. And they said you want to go, and I go no, no, I'm not built for that. And they go, come on, you got to come in, and we're doing Molly. And I go, what? So we're at a restaurant, and they're saying, yeah, we're going to take Molly, this drug, and go in there. And I said, do you have to be drugged up to enjoy Molly. fish? And they go, well, it helps. And I go, ah, no, I'm not going in to watch fish. I don't have five hours to sp- you know spare.
2: Yes, uh, Seaton. I got a quick list here oh. of uh. Bands without a top 10 hit. Yeah. And it's like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest. Really? Uh, the Ramones. Black Sabbath never had a top 10. Paranoia? Uh, a band called 10 Years After. I'm not familiar with that. Oh, that's, they're back in the 60s or 70s. Bob Marley and the Wailers. No top 10 hits. No that woman, is, no cry? That is I cra- Shot the Sheriff? Crazy. And Bob, that Legend album was on the Billboard yeah. Top 200 or whatever for like 40 years. Wow. What? Yeah,
1: Paul. I have fish with three top ten hits according to the Billboard charts. I don't know their songs that well, but they have uh, two songs that were seven in, in the country for
3: a week. I thought they just had one song. It's a continuous song. They just hey. they just start and then they go to about seven hours and then they're done. Lou Reed, no top tens. Walk on the Wild Side was not wow. a top got to 10 sixteen years.
2: was the wow. highest.
3: Uh, Joe Walsh, nope. Rocky Mountain Way. How about that? The Smoker You Drink, The Player You Are. Legendary song, Yeah. Rocky Mountain Way? Yes, yeah,
5: more... yeah, some of these bands and some of these songs seem like they really got big over time. Like Bob Marley looks like yeah. over time. I bet Eric Clapton's version of I Shot the Sheriff went.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Clapton's I won't probably... say why, but. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's like uh, the old uh, singer Pat Boone. He would take Little Richard's songs and then make them hits. And, you know, because Little Richard didn't get that opportunity.
1: I shot the sheriff and I didn't shoot the deputy. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Paul.
1: I, I've had this theory for a while that uh, Bob Marley is the safest, famous person of all time. Like 100 years from now, Bob Marley will be famous, not just for his music, because if you ever go to Jamaica, it's like he, he's Jamaica. They're one in the, they're the, the the tourism in Jamaica is wrapped around Bob Marley. As a country, and it's a very popular tourist attraction. I've been there like four times. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley's entrenched with that country, and I don't think that goes away. Like a guy like um, Michael Jordan I think will be famous in 100 years. Barack Obama will be, I think, famous in 100 years. But I think Bob Marley is guaranteed. Like the Beatles too, but Bob Marley has a country that he's basically partnered with. Yeah, but the Beatles have England. They do. Yeah, yeah but if when you go to Jamaica, you walk in the, in the airport, there's Bob Marley stuff everywhere. And there's no, there's not like a second celebrity.
3: Yeah, but the size of
2: Jamaica compared to the size of yeah. England, yeah.
1: they have a lot more
3: famous
2: yeah. people. Yes, Seton. Oasis basically took over England anyway. No, that's true. They, they, they so it's, it's kind of Oasis than the Beatles. Yeah, they
3: love to tell you they have more hits, number one hits or something than yeah. the Beatles do. I mean, you go
2: to Liverpool, it's like, oh yeah, that's right, the Beatles. Are here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but where did like the Oasis ever come through? Liam and Noel Gallagher, legends. Yeah they're the pet boon of uh, english wow. music. They basically took the beatles wow. music and remade it.
3: Yeah. Didn't one yeah, of I the one of the brothers hit the other one with a hammer? Oh. I think when they were growing up. Like they they battle. It's almost like uh the black crows. Don't really? they they don't like each they, other. I know that I think they're back. They were touring again. The brothers Robinson? I think they're friends again. No kidding. I think so.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah.
3: Well, I think so. Time heals all wounds. Yes yeah, Marv?
5: Are they friends or was the check just so big? Like, oh, we can't do this solo, so let's just, oh, I hate this guy. But how much you said you were going to pay us? Mm,
3: fair. I think it's pretty tough to travel, be around each other, be in vans or cars or SUVs if you don't get along.
2: I'm only doing it if I get my
3: own bus. Yeah. That's it. I've been around that before. I've witnessed that. Yeah, Where, that's a real thing. Yes. It's like, uh, I I want my own bus. Yes, Todd.
8: And now they're calling themselves two live crows, which is really strange, because that's not their kind of <laughs>
4: genre,
8: crows. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, they're putting their toe into the rap world. I don't know what's going on with them.
3: Two live crows. But then you have counting crows and black crows. If if you could have, who had the crows first? Because I don't know if I would have done Counting Crows, or I would have done Black Crows. I think Counting Crows broke before... Around here! I think. (laughs) Before the Black Crows did? Uh, I think so,
2: briefly. I don't know. It feels... About the same time-ish, isn't it? Yeah. But wouldn't
3: you distance yourself? If if somebody's already... Well, you're not sure if Counting Crows is going to be a big band, and the Black Crows... You know, maybe if they came up with that first, they're not worried about somebody you know that they don't even know of sort of got the same name uh two other poll thoughts, according to Fritzy.
8: okay, so we did the no hitter no hit thing the second one is Kyrie Irving's donation to anti hate causes donation. is yeah. Genuine, phony, flat, no shot of believing his sincerity. Flat as in flat earth and no shot as in vaccine. See what I did now?
3: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, Paul. I would add in forced. Mm. Well, it's by, definitely bad by, by the NBA.
3: Well, you know, by not saying anything, not doing anything, the NBA looked bad, I think. The commissioner didn't say anything. They put out this vague memo, and I'm like, come on. You got a problem with this? I'm going to guess that behind-the-scenes, Commissioner probably had a conversation with Kyrie Irving. But did Kyrie all of a sudden wake up and go, gosh, I understand why I might have hurt some people? I don't think so. Kyrie doesn't strike me as, I'm going to apologize because Kyrie thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, Paul. This
1: is very apples and oranges, and I'm not comparing the two or what they've said. But I think, I wonder if Kyrie and his agents and people who make money for him looked at what happened to other people who are very famous, who have shoe deals, in the past month, and how those deals could be lost with public against public sentiment.
3: Kyrie loses a lot of money. Yeah, on his vaccine stance, lost a lot of money. Now five hundred thousand here. I don't know if they say you don't want to be the Kanye West of sports here, buddy. Yes, buddy.
1: I have an update on Counting Crows versus Black Crow. Here, Counting Crows broke in August of ninety-three. Their album dropped, and they had a number one hit within a month.
3: Right.
1: The counting uh, uh, the Black Crows. Shake Your Money Maker, their first studio album, is was late 1990. Hard to handle, she talks to angels, jealous again, twice as hard, all hit the charts.
3: That that was a big album. Big album. Yeah.
1: And she, those are also their greatest hits.
3: Those yeah, are all that's pretty much yeah. it. It was a big album, though. That, that was, was. That was yeah. a big deal. She talks to angels.
2: That was a big deal. That's all pre-grunge, too, by the way. That's before Nirvana and Pearl Jam really hit. It's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, just before.
2: So it's like the end of hair metal. Not that they were a hair metal yeah, band, but yeah. Chris Robinson certainly liked to fluff his hair up whenever he could. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes.
1: Paul. I always wish Guns and Roses would have stayed together and made a few more albums when they were rolling, mm. instead of just kind of disbanding.
2: Mm. They, had a,
1: they had a nice run. They
2: had a thing, yeah. but then you get into the whole Buckethead era, and you're like, "That's not really." That's Guns what I'm saying. That
3: don't need any Buckethead. Yeah,
2: I think they're lucky to just still be alive. Basically, Fair. right, and, yeah. and
1: that's what hurts them the most. They would be legendary if a couple
2: of them. Ooh. kicked. you can't have everyone survive. <laughs> really hurt their sales. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> you,
3: think uh. do you think that they uh, they get together and they go? God, I hope
2: uh, Nikki Six isn't.
3: Oh, uh, hey Nikki, how are you? Yeah. Who was the other one? Mars. Nick Mars. Nick yeah. Martin. Hey Nick. Ah, Nick's alive. He Didn't
2: just it? had to retire from touring. That fella.
1: Yeah. Guns N' Roses had a drummer though that had some troubles. Duff, Duff McKagan? Duff
2: McKagan? No, Duff was the uh bass player. Bass player. Uh Steven Adler was oh. the first uh was the first drummer and he got himself a little too mixed up in uh some extracurricular. Yes, guitar.
5: Marv. I don't know about the end of end of Guns N' Roses when uh Axel was trying to be Elton John. Like, you know, he's a little bit on November the piano. Rain? November Rain. Are you slanging November Rain? <laughs> he was on the piano a little bit too much for my taste.
3: All the rock bands always have to have a ballad. Just I mean, because Zeppelin gave,
2: sweet Ze- Zeppelin gave you Stairway to Heaven, everybody had to have a ballad. Hey, Marvin brings up a good point, though. Guns N' Roses basically turned into sticks at that point, and it was yeah, like, what that. kind of crap is this? He said,
8: yeah, I
1: love that.
2: <laughs> of course he does.
8: Babe, oh, I love Babe.
2: Yeah. Yes, Todd.
8: At the risk of this sounding like a political statement, I always wanted less guns and more roses. I don't know how you okay.
3: guys felt. Got our play of the day coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride from the pandemic to inflation, and you could use a break, and maybe we can help you. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. And it's not a loan. It's an actual refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions, and maybe they can help you. They've been helping a lot of people. They've already returned over $1 billion to businesses. They have a team of tax attorneys at GetRefunds.com that are highly trained in a little-known payroll tax refund program. They might be able to help you. They do all the work, no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. And businesses of all types can qualify Qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me. That's GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
4: Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime
9: for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <gasps> Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming!
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. The, play, the
6: play of the day.
0: It. Gonna play it and play it. This is the
8: play of the day. Check this out. Reeves got to get it in. in three-point country. It's to Ryan.
0: On its way. He's got it. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan sends it to overtime.
6: I told you that's why he should be in the game.
3: That's your play of the day, courtesy of Spectrum Sportsnet. Matt Ryan of the Lakers hit the three-pointer at the buzzer to force overtime. Play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by the great folks at Stiefel. Find a Stiefel financial advisor, S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. We achieve success at different times in different ways. You want to reach your financial goals, and you can with the help of Stiefel, member SIPC and NYSE. I saw where Matt Ryan was trending, and I thought, oh, my gosh. Maybe the Colts released him. And then all of a sudden I go, oh, the other Matt Ryan. Yes, Paulie? Uh,
1: I'd never heard of this gentleman before. Uh, Matt Ryan, who went to Notre Dame, Vanderbilt, and UT Chattanooga. He played a total of five minutes for the Celtics last season and had three points. And this season he's averaging 14 minutes a game for the Lakers.
3: Yeah, can't leave him open. Ah. Shooter, as we like to say. Uh, Luka Doncic. (laughs) Scored 33. The Mavs beat the Jazz. So, Luca is the third player in NBA history to score at least 30 points in each of his first seven games of a season. Wilt Chamberlain did it twice. Jack Twyman. Jack Twyman played for the Royals. They might have been the Rochester Royals then. 1959. Also, the Bucs, they are now 7-0. They've done this before. The last... Non-bucks team to start 7 and 0 was Golden State back in 2015-2016. Uh, right. So that's our play of the day. What's poll question we're going with?
2: Dan, we put up uh was last night really a no-hitter? Okay. Your options were yes or no. <laughs> Do you want to guess? 62% say yes, it was a no-hitter.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, it was a no-hitter. There were no hits. That's Yes. A- yeah, you have to change the language. Yes. Andrew Perloff weighed in and said, of course not. It was barely even a shutout. True.
1: <laughs> How can something be barely a shutout?
3: It's barely even yeah, a wait, shutout. Wait,
2: tell him McLovin to get ready for his own show. I believe he is. Oh, he oh, is? Oh, snap.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's getting ready by watching this show?
2: They steal all of our content.
3: Yeah, well, they're not uh, the only ones. <laughs> and we want to say hello to uh, McLovin, JK. who is apparently uh, watching and listening to the show. JK. Yeah. Oh, you were just kidding. JK. 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 That solves awesome. it. Yeah. I saw where Jerry Jones had a Halloween costume where uh, he dressed as a blind Annabelle referee. Redundant. Okay, Paul, you have one good eye.
1: I'm legally blind in my left eye, so I think I'm allowed to make jokes here.
3: All right. Do you have a problem with Jerry Jones going as a blind official for a Halloween party?
1: No, and either, and I'm, I don't really think any people who suffer from that are bothered by it either. <laughs> First off, if you're blind. How would you know think, what he's wearing?
3: But I would think if you're blind, you have other issues. Like, you're not going, Yeah, who's making fun of us? Jerry well, Jones. Plus, if you're blind, you would have no idea what his Halloween costume is. Well, somebody could tell you. Right. And then you could go,
2: Wait, that's not right. That
1: seems
3: like faux anger.
2: It's yes, yes, he. Are we then to assume that everyone who's at a, say, a football game who yells, Ref, what are you blind? <laughs> is actually blind? Or, Right. I mean, it's a fairly common thing that's heard in sporting events all over the world.
3: Ref, what are you blind? <laughs>
1: A harmless stereotype that Jerry Jones had fun
3: with. It's all right. You know, like There's so many other things to be upset about. But there are certain faction that, like, I'm upset about anything and everything. I just don't have the time. To be that angry at that many things. Well, must be
2: nice, Dan. Yeah, must right. be nice. You're right. Yes, Paul.
1: As soon as my <laughs> high school buddies found out that I couldn't see out of my left eye, instead of being like, oh, can we help you with anything? Oh, can we check on you? All they did was like put their hands up on my left side of the face, put stuff up there, and pl- goof with me. That's what people do. You know, not mm. have fun with
3: it. Yeah, I'd wear a patch.
1: I should have wore a patch. Yeah, I think I, it would have helped with the
3: girls. I know. I know. Couldn't have hurt. Yes. Oh, we were talking about the best power ballads. I'm like, can you... Uh, can you use the word "best" with power ballads?
2: Fair question. Yeah. Fair question.
3: Do you think Zeppelin kind of ruined it for everybody because they gave his "Stairway to Heaven"? Therefore, now all the other bands, the rock and roll bands, after that, you had to have a power ballad. Oh, Paulie's got the eye patch on the old plaid patch. I like it. But isn't "Stairway to Heaven" one of the great considered a great song? It is, but. I'm not a big fan of it. I mean it, I understand
2: its its place in history, but like, okay, I've heard it. I'm not a power ballad guy. It, it feels like in the eighties the power ballad really took off. Yes. Especially because of like hair metal.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Oh,
7: sweet no. Tonight. No,
3: I don't no. 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 Are you sure? Yeah.
1: Just not. Really. He goes from the piano to the guitar.
3: Man, he's incredible. <laughs>
0: Basically
2: sticks. This is essentially a, a stick song. November November rain. See, even though these these are like like that's a power ballad, yeah. but at least it picks up at some point. Like. Well,
3: uh, because Stairway to Heaven picked up
2: halfway through the ballad.
1: Yeah, it can't just be ballad. Ballad would be air supply. There's no power. Okay. You have to have the power.
0: Just like every night as it's dawn Just like every cowboy
3: this is where Every I go get a beer. <laughs> I do. Uh-uh. Born. Born. Yeah. Give me some drums.
2: Oh the guitar.
3: Oh,
0: Cece! <laughs> Pick
2: up that guitar and talk to me! Damn good music. Is is uh red hot chili peppers under the bridge? Is that a power ballad? Probably. It kind of feels power ballad. It's Dream
3: On by Aerosmith, a Definitely. power ballad. 100% a power ballad. Yeah. yeah, Paul. If you
1: start low with, like, softer instruments, then ramp up in the second half, yeah. that's the definition of power
3: ballad. Yeah, a little Dream On by Steve and company. Dream On!
2: <laughs> it's that part. But then, <laughs> they,
3: oh, then they ramp it up. It's the Stairway to Heaven effect. John Smoltz will join us coming up a little bit. We'll take a break here. One hour in the books, two more to go. Dan Patrick's show. One more item, we close out hour one. Tunnel to Towers, will not forget, they have the Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida, and they're doing even more for their program's recipients. It's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land, but also your kindness and generosity. First of its kind, a community of 110 homes that are for the foundation's program recipients. Families of fallen first responders, Gold Star families, families of catastrophically injured first responders and service members all in one community as neighbors they can grow together children play together grow up together loving families being there for one another through good and bad times help america's greatest heroes and make sure that we do good and never forget the foundation will help with every mortgage-free home donate eleven dollars a month to tunnel to towers t2t.org that's the letter t the number two the letter t.org
0: and we thank you Terms and conditions apply.
3: When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, Visit millerlightcom Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces.
4: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake Kits...
3: Exclusions apply. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.